Well, good morning. It is Tuesday, December 26, 2023. Tuesday, December 26, 2023. Slava Ukraine, Heroium Slava. Uh, yeah, I know. You didn't want to come listen to me yesterday because it was Christmas and you figured, yeah, wars stop on Christmas, don't they? Nothing goes on on Christmas, right? Well, to be perfectly honest, a lot of stuff is not going on right now. Uh, between between uh, Christmas, well, actually, you know, Congress is out right now. The Senate is out right now. You're, uh, this is the time when you're supposed to be visiting their offices and complaining to them about what's going on in, in uh, the Gaza Strip and about them not supporting Ukraine. You should be in their offices right now. Or call at least calling them. Call their office today. You got time. But yeah, there's not a lot ho- uh, going on in D.C. But wars are still going on around the world. And there's a couple of court things that have happened. But yeah, we'll get to it. PVTV, Political Views TV Podcast. That's what you Google to find me. Tell your friends to Google those four words, Political Views TV Podcast. And I'll show up right at the top of the search. In case I haven't told you how I feel about you coming every day, I really appreciate you. In case I've never told you that, I so appreciate you. If you can, please bring someone with you uh, today or tomorrow. That would be awesome. And you can tweet to me or X to me questions or insights or come fight with me uh, at Cyberclops, C-Y-B-E-R-C-L-O-P-S. Hey, you know, this week is the perfect time to send someone to fight with me. I mean, you're... You're sitting there with your family and you're arguing about politics and you you just turned me on. I mean, my podcast. (laughs) Just turned me on, my podcast. And um, let them fight with you about what I'm saying. And then send them to me on Cyberclops. Uh, C-Y-B-E-R-C-L-O-P-S on Twitter, on formerly known as Twitter. Yeah, that's what you do. Uh, So let's uh, start, as we usually do, with the war in Ukraine. And really, I I just always assumed it was the same as uh, the U.S. for soldiers in Ukraine. Ukraine has proposed reducing the age of those who can be mobilized into the armed forces. So where do you think it is? Where do you think? Uh, what, What age do you think it is? Say it out loud. Okay. They want to lower it from... 27 to 25. Yeah, I know. I was like, what? They're not like, you don't have to be, it's not 21? I was a little surprised. Uh, They wanted uh, um, uh, 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 those mobilized into the armed forces from 27 to 25 after the military said it needed as many as 500,000 more soldiers and it's now 22-month-old long war against Russia. I, did you think it was 18 or 21 like I did? And then, really, they need help. They need to make it 21. Because soldiers who are 21, they're way stupider that are, than soldiers that are 25. And they're going to go out and get themselves killed. But they'll take a few guys with them. Um, the age reduction was in the uh, text of a draft law posted on the website of Ukraine's parliament uh, late uh, yesterday. The text detailed which Ukrainian citizens would be subject to enrollment for military registration of conscripts and said it would apply to those who have reached the age of 25. And they really should change it to at least 21. The former TV journalist I told you about, uh, was it last week or was it just yesterday? It was just last week, wasn't it? 
uh, told you about who wanted to run for president in Russia, was dis- disqualified on Saturday uh, as a candidate for Russia's upcoming presidential election. She has lodged an appeal with the uh, uh, Russia's Supreme Court. Uh, members of the Central Election Electoral Commission voted unanimously to reject the candidacy, uh, candidacy of Ekaterina Dontsova. Uh, citing numerous violations in the papers she had submitted in support of her bid. Uh, gee, what a shock, right? <laughs> that that everybody that's supporting uh, uh, Putin would say, oh, no, I'm sorry, you can't run. Uh, speaking to Reuters, after submitting an appeal to the Supreme Court, uh, Ekaterina Densova, uh, who is not well-known, uh, who, who is not well-known across Russia, uh, and by her uh, own admission, commands a core support base of thousands in the country over, you know, 140 million people. She made it clear that she did not expect her appeal to be successful. I, I'll support her <laughs> over that other guy that, that wants to run that's in jail because he's actually worse than Putin. Uh, but, of course, we'd, we'd all want to see Navalny. And, and she, by the way, she supports Navalny. Uh, she would release him. Uh, Ukraine received $1.34 billion in funds from the World Bank. Uh, it's not for military aid. The money will be used to support non-security-related financial and economic stability, uh, which, of course, they also need. Foreign shareholders have suspended their participation in Russia's Arctic LNG 2 project due to U.S. sanctions. The United States in November issued sanctions on Arctic LNG as part of a broader measure targeting Russia's future energy production and other areas over its invasion of Ukraine. Uh, The European Union is considering similar restrictions on Russian liquefied natural gas supplies. Uh, Commerçant reported that uh, France's Total Energy, China's state oil majors, CNOOC, and China National Petroleum Corp., as well as Japan's consortium between Mitsui and company and Jog MEC, had since declared force majeure on their participation. Uh, That's um, which means like act of God or something completely out of their control. Uh, the companies are relinquishing their responsibilities to finance and fulfill offtake uh, contracts, which risks leaving Russia's Novatek uh, to finance the $25 billion Arctic LNG2 project on its own. Uh, Chinese shareholders, CNOOC and CNPC, have asked the U.S. government to exempt the Russian project from sanctions, which is not going to happen. Uh, Sanctions have also delayed Novatek's contract on the supply of LNG tankers until late 2022 due to difficulties with sourcing uh, spare parts. Uh, Ukraine said it shot down 28 to 31 drones launched by Russia overnight, as well as two missiles, mostly targeting the south of the country. Uh, Ukraine struck a large Russian landing warship in Crimea with cruise missiles in an overnight attack that killed at least one person and could hinder any Russian attempt to seize more Ukrainian territory along the Black Sea coast. The Russian Defense Ministry, cited uh, by the Interfax News Agency, said Ukraine had used air-launched missiles to attack Crimean port of Fyodosia and that the Novocherkovsk, a large landing ship, had been damaged. 
And let's not forget, taking out these landing ships is also a way to take back Crimea. Uh, if they if they can again, you know, take out the Kerch Strait Bridge, because then they have no means to get to support uh, uh, Crimea. Um, uh, yeah, as, but of course, this is. Uh, uh, they they would need to get to the Sea of Azov too, right? Uh, south of um, uh, south of uh, 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 the Dnipro River. Yeah, a Ukrainian Air Force uh, spokesperson, Yuri Inat, said he thought it would be hard for the Novocherkovsk which can carry tanks and armored vehicles to be used to land troops ashore to re-enter service. That's what he said. He told Radio Free Europe, we can see how powerful uh, the explosion was, what the detonation was like. After that, it's very hard for a ship to survive because this was not a rocket. This is a detonation of munitions. Uh, Zelensky and the military quipped that they added the ship to Russia's submarine fleet. I, you know, there's a video, video of the explosion online if you want to see it. It was humongous. I, I saw a video, first I saw a video of it from like miles away and it, it was like a mushroom cloud. And then I saw it pretty much up close, like within, within a mile. And it was, yeah, it was a huge explosion. Uh, Russian Defense Minister Sergei Shogu has said his troops have seized the key town of uh, Marlinka, Marienka, uh, in eastern Ukraine. The commander of Ukrainian armed forces of uh, Valery Zaluzhny said Ukrainian forces had moved to the outskirts of Marienka. Uh, Marienka is uh, outside uh, outside of Donetsk and has been almost completely destroyed. I mean, there's hardly any buildings standing uh, there that haven't been destroyed. Five people were killed after Russian shelling of Ukraine's southern city of Kherson and towns elsewhere in the region hit an apartment block and residential homes. Nine other people, including a 15-year-old, were wounded while gas and water supplies were partially cut off in the attacks. Now that I have your attention, let's move on and try and fix the rest of the world. As far as cutting off power, by the way, over there, uh, it's not as bad as last winter because of, of uh, the defense that they have right now. Uh, uh, the, um, uh, all the missile defense that, that we've been uh, giving them and Europe has been giving them. Uh, so that death toll for that one uh, strike in Gaza keeps rising. Remember, I said it was 70 yesterday. Uh, late on Sunday, at least three houses in the camp were hit by Israeli airstrikes, which killed more than 100 people. Officials in Gaza said seven families were among the casualties. Uh, little children covered in blood. I, the horrific images and videos coming out of that uh, sliver of land is heartbreaking. And yet my president and my piece of crap representative, Adam Schiff, do nothing. I, and and I, I've really got to visit Adam Schiff's office today or something. My country is ready to start a war with other countries for Israel, but will not stand up against murdering innocent children as Israel continues to do. Israel says it issues evacuation orders and warnings so civilians can get to safety before military attacks. But Zayed Awad said there was no advisory before the airstrike. The Israeli military said it was reviewing the incident. Well, you know how that goes. They will review it and come to the conclusion that nothing wrong was done by the IDF, as they always do. 
they'll blame it on uh, just like Cheney did, did on people getting in the way of their of their bird shot. Uh, Palestinian officials say that more than twenty thousand six hundred seventy four people have been killed and 54,536 wounded in Israeli attacks since October 7th. Again, we are not counting the thousands of or hundreds of rotting babies buried under the rubble. In case you want to think of little baby corpses that Israel is killing. If you can believe it, it's like a story from the Bush administration. United States military strikes killed one member of the Iraqi security forces and wounded 18 people, including civilians. The Iraqi government has condemned those airstrikes, calling them an unacceptable attack on Iraqi sovereignty. That would harm bilateral relations. U.S. National Security Council spokesperson Adrian Watson said the U.S. airstrikes targeted three sites used by Kataib Hezbollah, a Shia armed group and its affiliates. According to Secretary uh, Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin, the strikes were in response to Kataib Hezbollah attacks the day before on Erbil Air Base that wounded three U.S. service members, one of them critically. Austin said, the necessary and proportionate strikes were intended to disrupt and degrade the capabilities of the Iran-aligned groups responsible for the attacks against U.S. personnel. Again, I will say this. 20 years ago, Iraq hated Iran until the Bush War made them friends. Not as simple as that. But had we not gone into Iraq two decades ago, this would not be happening what is happening right now. Austin said, while we do not seek to escalate the conflict in the region, we are committed and fully prepared to take further necessary measures to protect our people and our facilities. Austin said, Let's, uh, let, me make the, uh, let me be clear. The president and I will not hesitate to take necessary action to defend the United States, our troops, and our interests. There is no higher priority. The U.S. Central Command said early assessments of the U.S. military's latest strikes indicated they destroyed the targeted facilities and likely killed several Kataib Hezbollah fighters without killing any civilians. Well, you know, the U.S. Never, has never been honest about how many civilians they kill in airstrikes, so that's probably a lie. Uh, Egypt put forth a plan to end the war between Israel and Hamas to stop Israel's unfettered murdering of innocent civilians and babies. Uh, I added the babies part. Uh, not that Hamas uh, uh, didn't do the same, uh, but Hamas didn't murder more than 20,000 innocent men, women, and children and babies. Uh, but Israel and Hamas did not like the proposal, this proposal from Egypt. Uh but the long-standing enemies stopped short of rejecting the plan altogether, raising the possibility of a new round of diplomacy. According to senior Egyptian official and a European diplomat familiar with the proposal, the Egyptian plan calls for a phased hostage release and the formation of a Palestinian government of experts to administer the Gaza Strip and occupied West Bank. Um, the Egyptian official, speaking on condition, of anonymity to discuss the proposal, said the details were worked out with the Gulf nation of Qatar and presented to Israel, Hamas, the United States, and European governments. Israeli Prime Minister 
Benjamin Netanyahu did not comment, comment directly on the proposal, but speaking to members of his right-wing psychopath Likud party, he said he was determined to press ahead with Israel's offensive. He said, we are expanding the fight in the coming days, and this will be a long battle, and it isn't close to be finished. Yeah, he doesn't care about peace because there are still living babies in Palestine. As he always says, a good Palestinian baby is a dead Palestinian baby. At least, that's what I see him saying to himself in his head. He hasn't said it yet out loud. The Egyptian proposal falls short of Israel's declared goal of crushing Hamas. It also appears to be at odds with Israel's insistence on maintaining military control over Gaza for an extended period after the war, as it should be. And Israel needs to take it up because the United States cannot continue supporting Israel politically. They can't do it. They're losing face all over the fucking world. And Biden is letting this happen. As you know from yesterday's story, the paramedics in Elijah McLean's murder were found guilty on some charges. Originally, this murder, uh, allegedly by police, never gained traction with the ingrained corruption of the at the police department that always covers things up. I mean, that's not just the Aurora uh, Police Department. That's all over the country. Police departments are always covering things up. As I always say, police are corrupt, corrupt 100%. If, they, uh, uh, if a, an officer has been on the force for six months or more, they are corrupt. They have committed criminal acts. I, 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 I will not waver in that, in, in, in that claim. An Aurora City Council member is speaking out after the convictions of those two paramedics in the death of Elijah McClain, calling for changes to protocol and for the city's medical director to step down. Curtis Gardner said, Elijah McLean should still be alive today. I think it's a tragedy that he's not. I think it's hung over everything we've done since I was elected. He was elected in uh, 2019, just after Elijah McLean was uh, murdered. Anyway, he went on. These firefighters followed protocols they were given by the medical director and they must and they were just found guilty of criminally negligent homicide i would like to see those protocols updated and i would like to see a new medical director in the city of aurora and that he's probably going to get that to happen i'm sure he's calling for an end to the use of sedatives in law enforcement settings he said They are very powerful drugs. There are obvious legitimate uses for them, but those uses need to be in a controlled medical setting or when a medical decision has been made that it's the best course of action for the patient. In other words, police shouldn't be injecting drugs into 130-pound kids that they say are out of control just because they're autistic and the cops don't know what the fuck they're doing on. The FBI and Denver police, uh, also in Colorado, are investigating threats to the Colorado Supreme Court. Justices who last week ruled that Trump cannot appear on the state's ballot in the 2024 presidential election. Yesterday, a Denver Police Department spokesperson said the officers are providing extra patrols around justices' residents. Uh, analysis by nonpartisan research and nonprofit advocacy Democracy 
uh, advanced democracy showed significant violent rhetoric from Trump supporters online against the justices and Democrats following the majority ruling. The posts have demanded the judge's personal information be revealed, and one user of a far-right pro-Trump website appeared to reference the justices in a post saying, all fucking robed, all fucking robed rats must fucking hang. If I'm not mistaken, mistaken, threatening a federal judge may be a crime. Uh, The Bureau said in a statement, the FBI is aware of this situation and working with local law enforcement. We will vigorously pursue investigations of any threat or use of violence committed by someone who uses extremist views to justify their actions, regardless of motivation. The Denver Police Department spokesperson confirmed officers were investigating incidents directed at Colorado Supreme Court justices and will continue working with our local, state, and federal law enforcement partners to thoroughly investigate any reports of threats or harassment. And there's that happening. And of course, this is all has to do with with Trump and his rhetoric uh, that he calls for uh, for violence all the time against uh, lawmakers. And Trump had a touching Christmas message from his failing social media platform. He said, he posted, Merry Christmas to all, included crooked Joe Biden's only hope, deranged Jack Smith, the out-of-control lunatic who just hired outside attorneys fresh from the swamp, unprecedented, to help him with his poorly executed witch hunt against Trump and MAGA. I am sorry. It's run-on sentences with him. I, I, it can't be helped. I'm just quoting. He went on, included also our world leaders, both good and bad, but none of which are as evil and sick as the thugs we have inside our country who, with their open borders, inflation, Afghanistan, surrender, uh, green new scam, high taxes, no energy independence, woke military Russia, Ukraine, Israel, Iran, all electric car lunacy, and so much more are looking to destroy our once great USA. Yes, quite the run on sentence. He continued, may they rot in hell again. Merry Christmas. Oh, man. Did he leave anything out? And how do I get on this list? I want to be called out by Trump. and, And I'd like to mention, I'd like to mention, in this, he said, uh, inflation. Afghanistan surrender. Did you see that he said that in there? Okay. Who wrote the agreement to pull out of Afghanistan? Who did that? It was Donald Trump. He did it himself. He just called himself out. Oh, man. Afghanistan. He's the one that surrendered. Wow. Wow. (laughs) Moving. Yeah, I mean, uh, Biden did it because he had to, because Trump is the one that signed the agreement. Come on. And Republicans, Republicans are going to read that and they're going to, yeah, Biden pulled out of Afghanistan. No, he, I mean, he did, but yeah, because 
Trump signed the agreement and he had to. Oh man. Oh, let's just let me have some coffee. I got I got to cleanse my throat. This is just insane. Okay. The Iowa Republican-led government late last week, just before Christmas, declined to participate in a federal program that would have provided low-income residents with an additional $40 a month uh, in food assistance during the summer. Uh, Created by the U.S. uh, Congress late last year, the Summer Electronics Benefit Transfer, uh, you know, EBT, for Children program aims to boost nutrition benefits for families with school-aged children who typically receive free or reduced price meals during the school lunch year, right, during the school year, for you know, for lunches. Uh, starting in summer 2024, eligible families will receive a prepaid debit card with $40 per child for three months. Uh, this would help feed children when they are not in school getting their school lunches. Not a bad idea, okay? There's no school lunch for these children. Uh, the parents need some help. Let's do this. Typical Republican. Save the fetus and starve the child. In a press release issued Friday, the state's Health and Human Services Department said it had notified the Biden administration that Iowa would not would be opting out of the summer EBT, claiming that the program doesn't sufficiently restrict the kinds of food that families can purchase. Kim Reynolds, Iowa's Republican governor and an absolute dick Enzian. Dickensian? <laughs> Absolute Dickensian. A claim that it was because the money can be used, basically, he said it was, can be used for junk food. She said federal COVID error cash benefits programs are not sustainable and don't provide long term solutions for the issues impacting children and families. An EBT card does nothing to promote nutrition. <clears throat> At a time when childhood obesity has become an epidemic. Uh, though, okay, I agree somewhat. But it's a state program that's paid more for, for by the federal government. Why doesn't she just do something at the state level? Why? Because that's more work. Why would she want to do work? She already gets paid for doing nothing. Um, but also, what about food deserts? I mean, seriously. Places where people live that don't have places to get nutritional food. There's no grocery stores. And this affects mostly the poor because corporate grocery stores won't open their stores in poor neighborhoods. So there's a lot of stuff the governor can do, the Republican governor can do to fix this. And instead of fixing it, she's blaming it on the federal government because she doesn't have the wherewithal to do it. She could do it, but she's kind of lazy. Speaking of Dickensians, <laughs> I, I, I'm referring to them as Dickensians because uh, Charles Dickens' novels were about, you know, the rich taking advantage of the poor. That's what's going on here. But they are complete Dickensians. I remember when Elon Musk promised a lot of money to ex-workers in bonuses. A federal judge has ruled that formerly Twitter must face a lawsuit after staff accused the company of failing to pay bonuses promises, uh, promised to them. 
The judge on Friday denied uh, X's motion, formerly Twitter, to dismiss the case. Uh, 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 X excuse me, stands accused of failing to pay out annual bonuses to staff after its October 2022 acquisition by billionaire Elon Musk. Despite repeated assurances from executives in the lead up to and following the deal that the company would do so. The lawsuit was filed in San Francisco federal court by Mark Schobinger, who was a senior director of compensation at X until he left the company in May. The suit is seeking class action status for former and current and ex-employees who did not receive the 2022 bonus. A federal judge late last week said Schobinger's case against X was plausible and he allowed it to go forward. U.S. District Judge Vince Sh- uh, Shabria, spelled really weird, C-H-H-A-B-R-I-A, is that spelled right? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, he said in a ruling Friday, Twitter's offer to pay him a bonus in return became a binding contract under California law. The June complaint stated that after it was announced that Musk was acquiring the social media company last April, many employees raised concerns over the fate of their compensation and annual bonus if and when the deal closed. In the months leading up to Musk completing his acquisition of X, company executives repeatedly promised employees that 2022 bonuses would be paid out at 50% of the target. According to the complaint, the promise was repeated following Musk's acquisition. Despite the promises, however, X did not pay out bonuses. Schobinger left the company in May following Twitter's reneging on various promises it had made to employees, including its failure to pay promised bonuses. And by the way, by the way, this is similar to like a poison pill. They said it, even though they wanted Musk, because Musk paid an obscene amount for this company, but it was like a poison pill. And Musk, knowing that the bonuses were promised, should have known that he would be responsible for them. So that's what's going on here. Anyway, uh, short one, because Congress is is out and can't do as much damage as they usually do. Uh, That's it. Thanks for listening. Tuesday, December 26, 2023. Tuesday, December 26, 2023. Man, do I appreciate you. I just got to mention that. I'll bring someone with you today or tomorrow. That would be awesome. PVTV, Political Views TV Podcast. That's what you Google to find me. I'll show up right at the top of the search. Uh, You can tweet to me or X to me. Questions, insights, or come fight with me at Cyberclops, C-Y-B-E-R-C-L-O-P-S. And remember, always remember... Government profit is measured by the betterment of the people. Don't you ever forget that. I'm Peter Lawrence reporting from Los Angeles.